0: So we have a very special guest. He's an entrepreneur and owner of a growing list of New York City bars, clubs, and restaurants. Please welcome Thatcher Schultz. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. We're excited to have you. So we just wanted to know like how you got into the hospitality industry.
1: I was kind of bored in Seattle. I was in, I had an e-commerce business, automotive e-commerce business. In mm-hmm. Seattle, I was there for four years, um, and I was just like craving uh, more of a social life. You know, I was just I wanted to be more involved with, you know, the social scene where I was living, and I just realized that Seattle yeah. was not the place for that. It wasn't gonna, you know, I actually almost opened a bar in
0: Seattle. Wow. And. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: the, the deal fell through, it was with a friend, we were taking over a friend of ours uh, lease and um, we were gonna relocate his business somewhere else and take over his space, which was perfect for a bar. Um, and the deal fell through. So that, I kind of took that as a sign of, you know what, like Seattle is just not the place for this. Um, gave it a shot and I just realized that York, I should try and move to New York. So I got a one way flight to New York, December 1st of 2011. Um, so my tenure, New York anniversary is actually coming up. So yeah, I just, I just kind of had a feeling that New York was the place for me for what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to open a bar or do something in the hospitality industry with zero experience. I'd never worked in a bar or a restaurant in my life, um, which is crazy. I'm definitely going to encourage my kids if I have kids to, to do that. Um. But yeah, I just, you know, a year in or like six months in, I met, I met this guy who I went on a date with some girl who was, who was like, oh, you should meet this guy who I DJ for. He owns a bar in our club in Lower East Side. You know, you both are in the same type of cars. You're both tall and fun. So I met this guy and we became friends and I told him that I wanted to like get involved and do something, you know, open something. And he said, oh, well, I'm actually working on a bar deal in the West Village. Um, We're looking to buy a a liquor license from a sports bar above the Five Guys. Um, So I, you know, we looked at the space together. I met um, the two other partners involved in the deal. And um, they let me in on it. They, you know, so so all of a sudden it was four of us. and um, it turned out to be, you know, a huge hit. We converted it to the Garrett. Okay. And, and that was our first bar. Um, and then, you know, and then we opened the Garrett East. And, and then I, I went off on my own and did um, open a club with my friend Jack called uh, the Black Lodge in Soho. And then, um, but that only, you know, lived for nine months. Just a bad, bad lease. Uh, but then I opened kind of with Mikey and then make Believe with Jack and her name was Carmen with Andy and, and more Garrett bars and then and now jibs.
0: And rest
2: so I've up. never, I, I go to New York like occasionally, like not a lot. So can you explain the type of vibe that like your bars have so that for people like me and for other listeners they can kind of know what to expect?
1: Um yeah, the whole vibe is very different from like Tao venues or you know, so when I moved here, the 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 um you know Tao kind of owned nightlife in New York and Group, I guess. Um but, you know, there was one oak and in terms of lounges and clubs, right? There was yeah. there were very few options. There was one very tasteful, really cool option place called uh provocator. Um and that was actually really inspiring for me. I went there in 2012 for the first time, and, which was at the peak of Barocateur. Um It closed you know, five years ago, four years ago. But um, I, I don't know, as I went out, and I was just going out to learn and to meet people and to, to learn about the industry because I had zero experience. Right. Um, uh, as I went out, I was realizing that just there was one case option in terms of like nightclubs and that was for rock and tour and everything else every other offering was just like really cheesy for me it felt like disneyland like there were like there was just bad music and promoters and like it just literally felt like disneyland it, it,
2: yeah
1: i knew that i could do better yeah so, um and i'm not knocking on the scout group like i yeah. know some of those guys they are great guys um but we have a very different approach
2: Yeah, like it's all about like what everyone's into. Like some people are interested in that, but you know, for a lot of people, I'm sure they crave more.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, I learned a lot just by going out and you know observing. Um, And yeah, I quickly realized that the offering that was out there just wasn't enough for the amount of people with good taste in New York that wanted to go out. You know, overall, I just. It was just by go- literally going out. This
0: yeah, is, is what That you started. learned. Um, because um, I, but because, c- because in your Forbes interview, you mentioned like you like to you don't, you want it to be known as like social clubs, not like nightlife or bars, and you yeah, like yeah, they're don't they're like kind of the idea. Di- yeah, right.
1: they're hybrid concepts. They're not. They're not clubs. They're not bars. They're, it's kind of a you know they can be whatever someone wants it to be. If they want They want it to be. If they want more of a lounge experience, they can. Come on a Friday or Saturday night. If they want more of a bar experience, so they can come on a you know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Like you know, yeah. It depends on the night. If we have TJs playing, if you know, just depends on the vibe, on the time that you're going. So, and I think that works well because we're open for a wider range that a normal club would be open. You know, a lot of clubs right. are just like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, where we're you know, maybe it's open seven nights a week. Carmen, you know, four nights, five nights a week. Um, yeah uh kind of regards, same thing five six nights a week um depending on the season so and the Garrett Bar is seven nights a week same thing with Bandits seven nights a week we're busy I mean Bandits Bandits we opened um late April early May it was um that's probably one of our best properties it's a, it's a, the fourth Garrett Bar and uh you know very much of a hybrid property because there's a disco ball it's a a beautiful build it's you know it looks like a lounge from the inside um if you look at a little tiny part of it it looks like a club but you know it's a bar it's a tasteful dive bar um with a lot of outdoor seating open seven nights a week we open at 4 p.m we have for brunch on the weekends so very wide range of operating hours. I feel like that's that's nice
2: too because then you kind of cater to just like more people because although some people might not want to like go on the weekend when there's a DJ but they'd still be interested in going like during the week when it's more of like their match so I feel like you're kind of catering to a lot more people than just the one place. Okay and these names Who is coming up with all these names because it just makes you want to go just by hearing like the (laughs) names of them like I'm like make-believe okay this sounds like something i don't know it sounds so fun and the
1: name should be something that you don't forget you know? yeah yeah not forgettable um i lucked out with my name personally i you know i'm very grateful for having an interesting name um i thank my parents all the time for it <laughs> uh, because the same thing like when people meet me they generally don't forget my name because it's
2: so yeah funny. totally
1: um you know kind regards my friend came up with it we were brainstorming it took us forever to up with kind regards, and um i think she's she said it and i was like oh my god that's the name
0: oh you that. just knew so, yeah
1: and then uh yeah i mean adam came up with bandits he loves that name i actually did not like that name it crazy <laughs> it's very it's a very masculine name i like more feminine playful yeah
0: playful inviting
1: um the next, uh, the next couple properties have some interesting names. So, um, Virgo, we're opening the Lower East Side. Oh, that's going nice. to be more of a, more of a club, less, less of a bar, way more of a club. That's going to be, um, you know, it's a, it's a large basement
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: with a killer sound system and wild aesthetic. Um, that's that's awesome. going to be called Virgo. Um, we're doing a venue in, Brook- in Williamsburg called Unveiled. Oh, nice. um, and then uh, another two venues in one hotel, um, both called Teeny Jaguar. Nice.
2: Yeah, these okay. are all very creative. Wait, so you're you're originally from Maine, so I live in Boston. So I've been to Maine a couple of times, but I feel like Boston's really missing all these like fun spots. All these the nice green. bars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we'd love that.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, people are constantly... Saying, oh, open something in Charleston, Boston, Atlanta, yeah, like, it's Flo- Miami. You're right, but I don't want to glue myself. I, you know, I yeah, go to those places. So it's kind of impossible.
2: No, that's I totally know. fine. It we, just are it. A,
1: we are opening. a garret in Boston. So we haven't really announced it, but I'll tell you now. Um, Ooh,
2: we can I'm cut sure. it out
0: if you want, but that's exciting. No, yeah, it's fine. It's in okay. support. Um, it's a
1: huge space. Um, <laughs> uh yeah I mean we're like almost a year out from that for yeah. probably, but it is it is happening
2: oh my god exciting okay well a year from now I'll be here so I'll definitely check it out
1: yeah I feel pretty optimistic about that property
2: so you've just been like hesitant to open
0: things in like Miami or Charleston like you said because you would it would involve you like having to travel more
1: I mean, I just, I go, I go to Miami a lot. So I am doing a Miami property. I just don't know when and where. Um, that's, okay. why I, that's why I was in Miami uh, all last winter is to try to mm-hmm. figure out the, um, the right location, the right deal, but uh, came very close. We were um a contract on a building in downtown Miami and, and the seller just backed out and left someone else. So, um, But yeah, next up is definitely Miami, potentially LA, and
2: definitely Boston. So how did you learn, like, all these pieces? So I know you said you weren't in um, the restaurant industry before, but, like, my family kind of was, and I feel like you, it definitely, like, breeds hard workers because you just, like, have to be, like, working all the time and be on your best game, especially for, like, owning um, a restaurant. Yeah. But, like, how do you learn about, like, the real estate aspect? All the things that go into it It sounds so tricky.
1: I mean, I, I've always been into real estate. I've, I've always been I've always enjoyed the deals. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, that's always been a part of my life. My parents have always kind of dabbled in real estate. Um, and they've always, they've, they're both very entrepreneurial. My mom was a photographer growing up. That's my dad was a contractor builder.
0: Awesome.
1: Um, so I don't know. I think it's just kind of runs in my genes. Um, but what I like about hospitality is it does combine so many different skills it's a big component is real estate and doing the deals on these properties um which i love and then the creative aspect and the social aspect creative with design you know i work with a lot of talented architects and designers and then i do a lot of design myself Um, and then uh the social component and obviously social media and just being out there and being friendly and um and the, the sales component too um So, I mean, it's one of those industries where you're just combining so many different skills that are all relevant and important. Um, Right. And I think that's, you know, I think that's why I enjoy it so much and why I'm good at it is because I do do like all of these skills.
2: Yeah, I know. I feel like some people just have it. Like, I don't know if I have that in me. Like, I like the social aspect, but then it's like the real estate's confusing. Like, there's just so many little pieces, but I feel Uh, like- you all know a lot about a lot <laughs> so
1: yeah but I mean I, I you know I haven't done a lot I have good partners I have good liquor attorneys I have good connections I have yeah. a good advisor Yeah. Stuart I have a good um uh you know I, I, most of the real estate deals are sourced just through friends like yeah right. brokers, but some of them I've used uh commercial brokers like froth our cafe you know we use a broker and um
2: do you ever make like espresso martinis at the at the coffee shop?
1: We're we're waiting on a beer and wine license. We don't have it yet, but once we have it, we'll get to make some sort of espresso martinis. But um, in a couple months, we're we're re- redoing the back bar so that we can do beer kegs, wine kegs. Um, oh, awesome! Um, cold draft, nitro brew, like so froth. will turn into a bar
0: that's open till midnight. That's oh awesome. We're so big cool. on espresso martinis. Yeah.
2: I'm also big on coffee, so I would go regardless. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, next time you're there.
0: Yeah, so like COVID, was that like difficult as like a business owner at the time?
1: Um, People ask me all the time. Yes, I mean, part of it was, but overall I looked at, I treated it as a vacation mm-hmm. and I went to Miami and I worked really hard. I, um, you know, I just took a different approach to COVID. I, I, never once felt sorry for myself or sorry yeah you know, it's just it's something that you know it's just something that happened and it's you know something like that is going to happen again in our lifetime and yeah you just, you just have to be prepared for it and you got to keep working hard rather than sit back and take unemployment I just kept working and I you know was in Miami for most of it I did a big TikTok marketing initiative for a couple of the properties which worked very well mm-hmm. um, you know I think we came out came out on top I mean
2: that's awesome. So we,
1: we kept working and um, signed a few leases during COVID. You know, bandits, we got, we would have never got the deal we got on bandits if it weren't for COVID, you know.
0: You right. Know,
1: year one are one 8K rent and we paid nothing for the liquor license, which is unheard wow. of. Wow. So, um, you know, we, I wouldn't say we taken, took advantage of the situation, but we were, no, you made the best of it. Yeah, we made the best of it. We were aggressive and we didn't just sit around. We just, we, we, we you know, kind of, played the long game I really, you know I knew that New York would be fine and the industry would be fine so yeah that approach.
0: yeah because that's the thing like I think it was like the fear of the unknown that like caused a lot of people to like stand still but it was great of you to be like no I'm gonna still I don't know, even just like the real estate market for like houses like so many it, like boomed during that time you know so right, right. you're right and then I wish
1: do- I bought a house in Miami when I was there yeah. that, that <laughs> was the one thing I didn't
2: do right right and two, I feel like since you said you found band, or you did you get the um, place you know? for Bandit during COVID? Yeah, yeah, right now. Yeah. you know, because in- I feel like people probably weren't like trying to like lock down a spot then, because everyone's so scared they're like trying to leave. And right. so since you're like, well, I mean, I'm just gonna have faith this is going to end. Then you capitalized on the better rent and yeah. spot.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like pe- people were like, New York is dead, like all these things yeah. and now it's like come
2: out on top. So that's funny too. Yeah, I
1: know, I mean, it was a little dead, but it's just temporary,
0: you know? Yeah. yeah,
2: right. Now I feel like everyone's craving the city because they're just working from home a lot more. And then so like, they're still working from home in New York and then they're like, I need to go out. Like I have to <laughs> get out there, you know? So yeah, um, my life that's- here
0: has been cr- pretty
1: crazy. Um, And I think it'll, yeah, I don't, I think this winter will be, it's going to slow down a little bit because just, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm leaving for Miami tomorrow for the weekend. I'm going to, I'm leaving once a month for Miami, Mexico city. You know, I like to escape the cold once a month. We're
0: jealous. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But, uh, I think overall there'll be a lot of good people here throughout the
2: winter so kind of like working for your like self. how many days a week do you usually work is like every day are you nonstop? do you try to like yeah, I
1: mean, every day i'm working doing something I, yeah generally well um go to the gym in the morning i'll work from froth my coffee bar at you know in the morning until noon or one i'll have meetings off afternoon um and then go to dinner with friends um so i mean i do a little work every day yeah. I'm not like behind the desk all day at all. That's not what I want. Just
0: totally. different. Yeah. Are your like long term goals just to like keep opening things up in the way you see best fit, basically.
1: Yeah. I don't want to open too many more. Too many. Um, but, uh, you know, I've got the, you know, I've got the, yeah, I've got the three, um, technically four, because two of them are in one hotel. But so four properties opening in the next year plus, plus the Garrett Boston. So five. Um, and then hopefully Miami, and hopefully LA, and that, I don't want to go too crazy, I don't want to do it myself, so
2: right, um, yeah.
1: pretty happy with the pace that I'm going at, but I don't want to, oh, you know, I also want time for vacations.
2: You know. Yeah,
0: like,
2: so do you, uh, this is like a random question, I feel like I sort of read something about this, but I'm not sure, do you feel like in New York, you start to Notice like other bars opening up that are kind of, or you know, restaurants of any sort that are kind of like your vibe, and you're like, okay, this seems like pretty on um, what I'm doing. Do you like, do you feel like there's basically like copycats in the industry? And you're like, okay, this uh, is
1: yeah, in every industry, and but you know, imitation is a form of flattery, uh, yeah. So, um, you know, there are plenty of people going out. Um, you know, I, I'm friend, I'm friend, pretty friendly with a lot of our competition set. Um, uh, Dylan, who owns uh, flower shop and Little Ways, he's a great guy. We hang out, we you know, go to the gym together. We're, we're friends. Toby, who owns um, yeah uh, Lola Taverna, you know, we we always wanted to do something together, and you know, look, you know, we just opened Jibs with Will Macris, so we teamed up together. We've always wanted to do that, um, and we've always been friendly. Um, uh, you know, I think it's a, I think it's 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 good to work with other people. I, you know i have a few sets of partners but um, you know I, it's nice to be able to work it it's challenging
2: yeah,
1: yeah. really hard um, but it's i you know figured it out and it's you know it's it's i enjoy that i don't want to just work with one person i want to work with different teams and yeah you know i have gone through a lot of difficult um, difficult situations in, with that with certain know? people yeah but, yeah in counter gardens we started as three people it was three of us um and there's a lot of there are a lot of issues a lot of butting heads a lot of drama and i took a step back actually and i'm just like all right you guys you know if you want right.
0: to
1: you think you're better off without me like let's see what happens <laughs> and um and then of course they started fighting and they so i knew it wasn't like me it was just yeah you know um i won't go into too much you though, but now it's just two of us
2: yeah oh interesting um, and,
1: so, but I do, yeah, I like having multiple sets of partners. and you know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
2: yeah. I, it kind of goes into, like you said, the hospitality. Like, that's why you went into it for the social aspect, meeting new people and networking and then also everything else. Yeah. So if people want to follow you, can you let everyone know where to find you on socials, social media, whatever ones you do have?
1: Yeah, I'm an Instagram guy. Uh, it's just my Instagram is pretty easy. Thatcher. And uh, the Instagram accounts for all the venues are at makebelieve.jpg at Kind Regards NYC, at the Garrett Bars, um, at Bandits New York, um, her, her name is Carmen, at Jibs NY, um, oh, at Froth New York.
2: Perfect.
1: Uh, at Chill House, we I I didn't even yeah, discuss this, we on a, uh, health and wellness like nail salon facials oh, awesome. concept on barrack street and so called chill house that is um uh one my partner at the garrett his wife cindy ramirez um that's like her baby and
0: oh cool
1: on that but it's a really cool concept um next time you're there check it out
0: thank you cool. so much for coming on yeah, we really appreciate you. it yeah, have the best time in miami for us
1: I <laughs> well let me know next time you're here
0: We will. Thanks, Thatcher. Thank you. Bye.